You got the chill. The chill. The chill. The chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton. People like me. That's some booty, Jim. Presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Everyone is so mean to me. I am Jim Rutledge. You never go full Rutledge. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, hey, I'm not a Chiefs fan anymore. I'm no. back with the Bears no, 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 because no. Justin Fields has it figured out. And DJ Moore is the All second right, coming okay. of God See, himself. Now you're making stuff up. I never said any of those things. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. JB from the V chiming in early. I never agree with a Bears fan, but Jim has been saying it since day one. Love stinks. Overreaction Tuesday, Matt Hamilton. I'm Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light because you're crying about that pathetic Packer game. That was, that hurt. That was hard to watch. Yeah. And not like, honestly, I did. I wouldn't have cared if we lost in a in a good game where, you know, we were trading blows with another team, right? Like that would have been fine. It looked like tough sledding for both teams the entire time. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I, I sat and watched the whole game with my wife, and even Jen, who doesn't watch football that much, with me is like, "This is not good. This is not a good game." I'm like, "No, it's not." It was not a good game, as I said oh. on our pregame live from the Everlight Solar Studio as uh, Green Day game day took over Rutledge and Hamilton yesterday, and I said. It was going to be a mid-off. I said these two teams were going to combine to score less than 35 points. Matt, that was the part I was most confident in. I thought maybe the Packers could steal that game. I, I honestly thought that could be the case. Especially just, when McDaniels right, called McD- that field goal. I was he, like, we can steal this game because that was the dumbest call I have ever seen. He might be fired. I think he'll still be fired by the end of the season. McDaniel. Oh, that way. That was mind-blowing to me. He is. Two yards, and you got the third highest-paid running back in the league. And Josh Jacobs, who for the last four minutes basically took their offense down the field 35 yards into field goal range, or what Mike McDaniels thought, or not Mike McDaniels, uh, Josh McDaniels thought was field goal range. (laughs) Like, blows my mind. Right, because all you had to do was like just trust your team to gain an inch, game's over. You just bleed the clock out. That's it. Like, and that's, if you didn't get it, you still gave the the Packers the ball pretty much at the same spot. Yeah. 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 Right? No, I mean, Daniel Carl, the, the Raiders did everything they could to lose that game. Oh, my Hamilton. gosh. It, but. Oh, I, I let myself believe that we were going to move that ball down the field. And then when even when Jordan Love took that throw, he was kind of off balance, throws it down the sideline. I saw Watson's hand go up. I was like, he did it. I was celebrating halfway through that pass, and then when I saw how underthrown it ended up being. And late. Well, obviously late, but if he at least puts it to the pylon, the ball's either incomplete or only caught by Watson, and if it's incomplete, you still got another crack at it. What was that, second down? That was third. Third down, so so you still had another crack at it. And there's 20-some seconds of the clock, so you, or 40 seconds of the clock, so you could have got like a first down and spiked it. So like you didn't have to go for the end zone there. You throw that one away and take another crack at it if you didn't think it was there. But that was, oh, it was it was the fastest little roller coaster up and down I experienced in a Packers game this season. 
844-770-3776 is how you can get into the show uh, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. It's an overreaction Tuesday, so chime in with your overreaction on the Packers' 17-13 to loss at the Vegas Raiders. A bad loss. I would say a worse loss than losing at home to the Lions 34-20. to Good news. Jordan Love's QBR skyrocketed from 7.8 against the Lions to 13.2. Against the, the Raiders there, so baby steps climbing forward. So to that point, he went from seventy four QBR to seventy eight to fifty six to seven to thirteen. Right, and Jordan, I like what, a couple of those pick, like one of those picks wasn't Jordan's fault. All three of those were Jordan's fault. The one was slightly behind him, but the player no, he forced the ball. He even, that no, one. no, he, he forced straight no, up. He that forced was a freebie. It in, no, he for, that was into double coverage. That was forced ball. Like that was a bad. I'm not throw. giving him all three. There was one that I didn't. I no, didn't dude, think was you, his. That one popped up. All, but the if, last one for sure. And so, then there was one no, all, route that all, got hard jumped on. Because you even picked the wrong one. Those who want to be forgiving of Jordan Love go with the Christian Watson one. Like Wollersheim, primetime Wollersheim. The second pick that he threw to Watson, like he. Forced the ball in a double coverage. Yeah, he threw to Watson? Yeah. Uh, he was t- targeting Musgrave. On was it Musgrave? Okay. Yeah. targeting so Musgrave. That's what I yes. was talking about. It looked yeah. like he yeah. tried Musgrave to... sat in a seam, and it looked like he threw it a little bit behind him, and it got popped out. Yeah, it. he tried to force it, and Marcus Peters came in, popped the ball up in the air, but it was a dangerous throw. If you're going to make that throw, you need to hit it. You can't miss at all. It was dangerous late and, and missed. It was late yes. and missed. It was a little just late, like... which is why it was behind him, but... Again, it got and he threw it to up. the wrong spot because you you can't By his that, own guy, but you can't make that throw. The point yeah. is, like, no, it didn't get popped up. Like his guy got hit because it was a late throw. The Raider guy hard. The Raider was Marcus already Peters breaking on in, it. Yep. Peters was already breaking on it uh, when the ball was in the air. So that the was, ball got tipped because Peters was the, the one that tipped the Christian Watson. No, Peters. No, Peters got the interception uh, early. Oh, no, no, Robert Spillane, I mean, uh, the linebacker for the Raiders, right. got both the first two interceptions. Right. Final right. interception Peters was tipped by, it, like, and Spillane got it, and then it was, I don't know who got the, the final, other one. Exactly. It Nobody wasn't Peters. even knows the guy's name. It wasn't right. Peters. They're all, three on, right. they're all three of Jordan Love's fault. Now, yeah. they're progressively, the worst one, obviously, was the one, uh, the first interception he threw. I mean, it was right on target yes, to the Raiders that, player. that one was that bad. Was, he did not see the guy behind the line, like, Yes. He got baited into it. He totally got baited into it. And but the last one I thought was a super unnecessary throw. Right. And like, I can understand getting fooled. Like, the, your throwing lanes are taken up by six guys who are 6'6". Six, six. I, I can understand getting caught by like that, that first one where you're saying that one's the worst. Like, yeah, it was like the most egregious because he threw it right to the guy. That last throw never should have been made. Well, yeah, the, because he threw, it, he threw it late. Like, mm-hmm. Christian Watson was open. Love, I think, got moved off a spot, couldn't get out of his hands on time. So then he he still threw it. He's, it was late. Yeah. Because Aikman even he said in the really was yeah. trying to make something happen, and that's my issue. Is- and Aikman even said that Watson had to slow down because he was running out of room. Mm-hmm. Like so, so all of a sudden, the corner is able to catch up because... He runs out of room, and you're right. Love has to throw that ball. So basically, Christian Borderline Watson. Borderline out of bounds. Yes, like not Christian even Watson Christian makes, Watson yeah. can catch it, right? Yeah, you make a hero play or nothing. Exactly. And, and that, he, that's my issue is like there was – it's the, some of those plays where Rodgers – he would get fooled by guys, right? Those interceptions that would just be thrown to somebody, sometimes you get fooled. But when Rodgers was throwing dangerous throws, that's where that back shoulder thing came from. Only his receiver could get it. He would have thrown that thing into the stands before he underthrew that ball. Obviously, last year with the broken thumb might have been a little different, but I I probably just feel spoiled, and I haven't watched Brett Favre Packer highlights in a while about quarterbacks that love to just force the ball in there, but 
it did not look good, and you're right. Jordan Love was trying to make throws that weren't there, or he was just late on his timing. They might have been there if he was a split second sooner. 844-770-3776. We're going to get to our Iron Jock poll question in a minute, but we do have some texts coming in. Uh, Jason, the Lions fan, chimes in. Division will be wrapped by Thanksgiving. I think that's very, very true. <laughs> Eastside Derek, who is a would Bears you say, fan. Would you say by Thanksgiving the Packers turkey is cooked? <laughs> Uh, Eastside Derek, who is a Bears fan, says uh, the Bears have more upside than the Packers. This is his overreaction today. Okay. Well, it's just an idiot guy chimes in. Woke up, overreaction. woke up pretty upset this morning, but then I reminded myself, at least I'm not a Bears fan, and I immediately changed my attitude. I'd like to point this out, that the uh, Packers are rooting for a quarterback right now who is uh, completing 55% of his passes for 1,083 yards, 6.7 yards, an attempt, eight touchdowns, six interceptions, a QB rating of 77.3. The Bears are rooting for a quarterback with 1,143 yards passing, 191 <laughs> yards rushing, 11 passing TDs, five interceptions, and a 95.4 passer rating. I don't think either one of them are future franchise quarterbacks. But glass houses today, folks. Right. Glass houses. Right. And I'm only... I, I haven't taken one shot of the Bears well, it's maybe po- all season. It's pointless. Because... <laughs> The Bears are bad, and Justin Fields probably ain't it, but that doesn't make Jordan Love and the Packers better. Well, and it doesn't mean that Jordan Love is it. If you know, two things right. can be true. Right. Both our teams could have quarterbacks nobody that are going to be in this right. league in five years. Nobody, like nobody, can acknowledge the, the existence earlier of like maybe both Justin. If you wanted to be positive, like what happens if Justin Fields and Jordan Love are good? Now, that doesn't seem likely now. But also, nobody was ever willing to, to consider the idea of what if they're both bad. <laughs> like and I don't we don't know yet. We especially we yeah. don't know on either one. It's an overreaction Tuesday, so yes, that's what we're doing. Jordan Love, he is in the league longer and in one offense longer, but he's got less starts. Justin Fields, more starts, more offensive coordinator changes, less time in the league. So we don't know what either one of them is, but if I was betting my money, I wouldn't bet on either one of them being <laughs> franchise quarterbacks. Yeah. They, they could be journeyman types where they bounce around team to team if and I was they could betting be my money, I'd take my chances with inflation. Right. <laughs> uh the, the Adam Madison chimes in. Christian Watson needs to spend a day or two in the DB room. He's got to learn when the ball's in the air like that. Uh, he needs to see it's going to fall short and he becomes a defender. I get what you're saying, the Adam Madison, but that ball was so short. Watson was so far already into the end zone. There was not much he could do. I get what you're saying, but yeah, like, I mean, Watson would have had to, like, he was already in the air trying to catch it, and then the ball was short. So unless he has the ability to jump off of air to move forward. He was kind of screwed. Now, he could have waited and made some plays, but that's 100%. Like, last night's game is on Jordan Love. And we can talk about Matt LaFleur. We can talk about the other players on this team. But I'm sorry. There was decisions that Jordan Love can exclusively make. Matt LaFleur can only do so much. At like throw, You can throw the ball out of bounds, right? You don't have to force these throws. Right. And Jordan Love got a little over his skis. That I mean, that's to be expected. The guy... Well, it's this is more than over his skis here. I mean, so I want to point this out that uh, Jordan Love is six of twenty-four in passes of twenty yards down the field with two interceptions and no touchdowns. That's him for the year. He's only accurate on five of those twenty-four, third lowest in the NFL. So um, when you're talking Jordan Love on passes thrown over five yards last night, over five yards, three of eleven, three interceptions. So last night the Packers and they're at practice, they're around the Packers clearly throughout the year, even when Jordan Love was humming. He was not hitting those throws because right. six to twenty, they don't have them make. That's not a lot of throws either. They don't have them make those throws. The Packers see that Jordan Love right now is not capable of being a consistent down the field thrower. So this offense is now capped, and now defenses go, well, prove it.
it, Jordan. Yeah, we don't need. We only need one guy over the top. We don't need to leave two safeties right. back there. We can just jump you're up gonna, the middle. You're going to float it. Yeah. And this is, and then on top of all that, then you throw on the offensive line issues. Mm-hmm. Then now Jordan doesn't even have the time. Now Jordan's seeing ghost. And, and he was already suspect. And at it. let's not get into the idea that like play action may as well have been a joke, other than one drive for the right. Packers yesterday. Who who in their right mind was gonna sell out on the run when the defensive line, the front four on their own, were bottling Dylan up to and, and Emmanuel well, uh, Wilson to like a yard a carry. Two but yards the only carry. touchdown they got. It showed the lack of trust they had and love that game. They ran the ball, I think, five out of seven times in the last five times of that drive. They gave the ball to AJ Dillon. They didn't. They did not even trust Jordan Love to throw the ball in that situation. Mm-hmm. They gave it to AJ Dillon, who's their backup running back, averaging three point seven yards per carry that game, a whole yard better than before. But still, this team has a lot of issues to fix, and well, it starts that, with that rebuilding. Did come the- after that long pass to Watson where he got horse collared down. Right. Wide open. But that's the point. They got the ball on the, what, the three yard? They Four could, yard line, yep. But they, and it no, took him. No, they, they couldn't punch it. They didn't punch it there. You're talking two different drives. They yeah. didn't punch it in on that big play with Watson. Right, right. They kicked the field goal. That's how inept. That's oh, how that's impet- right because I remember I was trying to explain to my wife that she was like, well, so they were allowed to do a penalty that could hurt somebody? Like, the reason it's a penalty? And, and like it would be a good thing for their team. Like it, it was worth it in the long run. And I was like, "That's sports. That's yeah. sports, babe." I'm sorry to explain to tell you that. Yes, Watson. If he had to tackle him legit, there's a good chance Watson gets in but, that end zone. And, and Peterson, but, and I don't know how it exactly works. He might get a fine in a few days. I don't know yeah. if there's fines on horse collars, but uh, not as far as I know. Maybe if it's an egregious one. Well, it was pretty egregious. It was pretty egregious. He, I mean, it, yeah, was, that it was, was the only. It was like the to tackle. It was like why they made the rule of horse collars yeah. was like it was textbook. Yeah, yeah it was. And then, but it was smart of him it, to it do it. It worked out. Yeah. It worked out. If right? that was a Packer, you'd all be like, "Hey, smart good play. job, smart yeah. play." Maybe nobody got you would. It was a smart play. It wasn't. Look, it ends up being a smart play, but at like at, it seems like bad sportsmanship. Okay, but also like this horse collar. I don't want to get into it because it yeah. really didn't matter in the game. Like yeah. that horse collar. It wasn't like the T.O. one. Like the legs were kicked underneath. Some, he literally uh, just grabbed the back of his jersey and tackled him. Yeah, it's it not like he threw his whole weight in there no. and tried to hurt yeah, him. Like, it, it did look like, like he was just trying to get him. He down. looked like a guy like when you're playing football. Crap! I got to tackle this guy. I don't yeah. care if I get a penalty. I'm just going to tackle him. That's what it was. Right. I don't even know. If it he didn't was, look egregious. I don't I'll, even I'll know if he knew that like, it was a penalty. He's just like, I'm not going to let this guy get in the end zone. Yeah. So I'm going to tackle him. No, I, I, he, I get he it. He could have done. You could have dropped your weight. Well, if he could have swung his your legs whole body in. weight on it, he no, kind of grabbed, grabbed him and turned him. Right. Because yeah. it's like I got to tackle him. He went down. Okay. Which is illegal, but like not very unsportsmanlike. It was. It was a play. He's trying to make a tackle. Yeah. He wasn't trying to hurt the guy. If you can grab his nameplate, you can. Grab his legs, right? No, you can't. <laughs> you can Chase, you're chasing Christian you Watson. Wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yes, one of the exactly. fastest players in football. If you just touch it, you can catch was, it. That <laughs> was literally his last. That was literally his last grasp. When he was like, "I am going to grab on anything I can, and we're just going to try to bring him down." Pack of cheaters out in Las Vegas. That's all I'm saying about eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Who's more likely? Because everyone's trying to blame Matt Lafleur for today. Everyone, some, very few are trying to blame Jordan Love. Here's my poll point. We'll talk about it more. It doesn't matter. If Matt LaFleur is not good at developing quarterbacks, Jordan Love is screwed and you are screwed as Packer fans. If Jordan Love isn't good, you're equally as screwed. If the players aren't good enough to match his skill set, you're screwed. That's the thing. That's why developing a quarterback is so hard. It doesn't matter if it's the coach, the players, or the quarterback. If any one of those three don't work, 
You're screwed. So blame whoever you want. Right now, it is a dumpster fire, and they got to figure out a way out of it. But we want to ask the question today. Who's more likely to be here at the start of the 2025 season? Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? That is our first Iron Jack poll question, 844-770-3776. Matt, you and I do a fun contest. We do it on our social channels. Yep. Uh, we're going to post another video uh, later today to announce the winner of our goat, uh, you know, our green and gold goat. And this week, we cannot give out a green and gold goat, but right. we always know that regardless of whatever the outcome of a green and gold game is, you're going to be a winner if you're drinking Dancing Goat. That's true. I am a big fan of the Dancing Goats, a quirky and humble blend. It is a fantastic uh, bourbon, and it is a bourbon because it's aged in oak, but not American white oak. It's a Colombian oak called the Corcus Humboldti. It's super delicious. It's got flavors of creme brulee, mixed dried fruit on the nose. You can pair it with pretty much anything. It's, it's a fantastic bourbon. But it's so good if you want to mix it into an old-fashioned. It holds up. It has that fun bourbon flavor. So whatever you're into, whether it's bourbon on the rocks, bourbon neat, bourbon in an old-fashioned, however you like it, the Corky and Humble Blend from Dancing Goat is a fantastic one for you. Check it out wherever you get delicious spirits. But remember, you got to be 21 years or older <coughs> to enjoy. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. <clears throat> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. the right music coming back, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, and this is the kind of cover that I can get behind. Have a little energy behind it. Well, why don't you pick more songs like this then, Matt? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to. <laughs> All right, perfect. The Adam and Madison chimes in. Jordan Love is more likely to be here next year. LaFleur might have punched his ticket out when he kept the worst D coordinator in recent history on his staff. We are asking you 844-770-3776, which would not be next year. It's actually a year out. Let's not forget how hard it was for him to get rid of our special teams coordinator. Would it take him two years to get rid of the guy who lost you the NFC Championship game? True, but we asked the question, who's more likely to still be on the Packers in 2025, Jordan Love or Matt LaFleur? Right now it is a dead heat 50% each uh, between Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur. It is really hard for me outside of – honestly, it's really hard for me to see that LaFleur gets fired before the end of next season. Yeah. So now it's to Jordan Love. And I look at, and I, I've been in part of this cycle before, so Goody is invested in Jordan Love. Because that's what's going to come down to. And this is Rutledge and Hamilton. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. And it's going to come down to this, that Goody, yes, he drafted the quarterback, but he's also invested in this head coach. You, neither one of these guys going is good for Goody. So right, he's going to look... like, people miss on quarterbacks all the time. Yes. Co- like, head coaches is something that is supposed to be a little bit more... Like a, maybe a easier process. They they have coming through the ranks. There's lots of tape on them where you're judging essentially kids on what they could grow into. Or a coach, kind like you're not trying to grow a coach. You're well, hoping he's already at a level that you're hoping that you need for your franchise. Look and fair or unfair, but this is how the breaks go. And I think it's a worse look on Goody if if 
the coach is out and Jordan Love stays. And I've seen crappy teams. What usually happens is that if there's a – let's say that um, this year goes bad. Okay. Well, what happens now is they're going to draft a guy. And then they're going to see a guy, maybe not first round, but maybe second round. Or they're going to try to hedge. They pick up someone else's scrap heat. You know, Sam Darnold with San Francisco. Maybe right. it's Mac Jones. You pick up someone else's scrap heat to be able to flip. And Matt LaFleur is not going to have a long leash. But I would imagine his leash is a little longer because he has the pelts on the wall. Yes, he coached Aaron Rodgers. Right. But remember, Aaron Rodgers, I think some thought maybe his career was at a turning point. And it turned upward with Matt LaFleur. He won two MVPs with Matt LaFleur. They got to multiple NFC Championship games. Now, it wasn't enough. I agree with that. But Matt LaFleur is 49-22 and 22 as a head football coach in the NFL. He's gone to three NFC Championship games. Is that right? Or is it just two? Just two. Just two just NFC two. Championship games. And he coached a quarterback to two MVPs. So yeah. LaFleur has more. Like, Jordan Love has done nothing in this league of significance. And Matt LaFleur... And there is controversy. We can find these quotes here. Kurt Benkert was calling out Matt LaFleur's offense. Uh, I believe this was yesterday. Or uh, the, no quotes, just tweets from just, Kurt Benkert. No, he put it on. He did it on like a Twitch. Oh, he did. Yeah, and then he kind of came back and tweeted about it. So maybe we can try to find the I'll video. Kurt Benkert basically called, and we can read some of his tweets, this offense basically kind of saying LaFleur's turned into McCarthy, that this version of the offense is now a little stale. But that still, if I'm Goody looking down and I say, I look at this team, and I say, yeah, they could run the ball more. Uh, they could try to do some more creative scheming things. But I look at it, and I see a quarterback, as of now, go 6 out of 24 on passes over 20 yards with zero touchdowns and two interceptions. I say that's a quarterback, not the coach. I'm not saying that's, And I'm not saying uh, Jordan Love is done. But I'm saying that if we're asking this question, who's more likely to be here in 2025, I'm putting my money on LaFleur because I think he'll get one more chance. Because mm-hmm. realistically, he had one chance at his QB. You usually get two as a head coach. Right. And, and, I mean, obviously, Matt LaFleur has say in Jordan Love, but like he could have been like, absolutely not. But we don't know how hot or cold he was when that's... Like, well, if you do remember... You think LaFleur's suggesting before the draft that, like, hey, Jordan Love looks pretty good. I think he's a guy. Or do you think Goody's like, hey, I've been looking at this Jordan Love guy. How does he look to you? Or how does he rank in your list of quarterbacks? They here? smartly did this. We talked about this mm-hmm. with the last dance from the, the Packers. They did the whole thing that that LaFleur played more the Phil Jackson role. Of like, oh, look, what Goody wants to do, that's Reinstorf. He just picked a guy. I didn't have anything to do with that. That surprised me as much as it surprised you, Aaron. That's what was played publicly. Smartly. Right. right. Smartly but by But do you them. think, like, what actually happened? Um, That part I don't know, but publicly... Yeah. What uh, LaFleur should be able to, and in, in meetings, be able to have plausible deniability, for lack of a better term, and be like, look, I didn't, I didn't draft this guy. I had to coach him. <laughs> right. I mean, that's again, I'll go back to the team. That's what. That's why Nagy got Fields. Now he ruined Fields, too, but he came in. Trubisky was already there. Right. And he, well, after Trubisky started the fault there, it was a whisper campaign, like, this is never my guy. And like, and that was the that was what came through. That's what's, If things go bad. See, LaFleur can't do that. He will, though. Write it down and take a picture. If things start going <laughs> he bad. He can't do that. If if they start going bad, he's not going to say it. He's going to start telling people and whispering it. That mm. whisper campaign to be like, well, to be honest, LaFleur was never really sold on him. And then that's going to start setting it up. Now, I'm not saying this will go that way. I'm saying that if they, lose to, if they lose to Denver. Conniving. if Well, that's just, I mean, he's trying to keep his job. Yeah. Uh, if they lose to Denver, things could get really bad. And we're not there yet. But unfortunately, they lost, and I'm, I'm an expert in this too. Losing a nationally televised game 
where your quarterback looks bad and your offense looks bad, and now you're heading to a bye, just sucks. It is the worst. I mean, yeah. it is just brutal. You have to eat crap now for a while. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have an opportunity. Going to, They should have beaten Vegas. They should beat Denver. But if you go out to Denver and lose to a team that allowed Justin Fields to throw four touchdown passes against you, against them, then they still beat the Bears, but they that was in Chicago. But mm-hmm. if you go out there and Jordan Love looks bad against an abysmal defense that Denver has, now you're starting. Zach Wilson and Justin uh, uh, beat the Broncos, and Justin Fields threw four touchdowns against the Broncos. Right. Jordan Love better go out and eat against the Broncos. He should have <laughs> eaten against the Raiders, but he better eat against the Broncos. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I just don't know what to expect now because you're right. It doesn't look like that intermediate to long pass is there. And the, as soon as defense is figured out, they're going to be able to play zones that are super tight to the line of scrimmage and just essentially eliminate Jordan Love's short throw and say, we're not going to respect the intermediate or long throw until you prove to us you can make it. And that's what's happening right now. And the Packers and Jordan Love have to fix it. So I wouldn't even say mm-hmm. taking the training wheels off. At some point, LaFleur is going to have to say, F it. We're just going to have to play big boy football and let Jordan miss the big throws. To at least give the threat yeah. of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what the solution is. I'm not I'm here's, not a coach, but this is Here's your reason crazy. for optimism. I mean, Jordan Love is a young player. We've seen it other times. You get this little extended break, and then you can come back, and maybe you schemed a few things differently. And right. that should at least turn things hot for a minute. Now, again, after you scheme the league's going to adjust again. But right now, there's an opportunity that they hopefully can make some adjustments to get Jordan Love back on track. Yeah, and, and totally catch the Broncos because right now, on their heels, right? Like, we yeah. can change the schemes enough where they're not going to have good notes on what the Packers are doing, right? Right. And so here's where, and I don't, Jordan Love was not as, is not as bad of a quarterback as he's been the last two games. Absolutely not. But if so, if you just kind of took a median number for him. Like, mm-hmm. just kind of averaged out what he's done so far. You take those numbers and project them for the whole year, it would be 56% completion percentage, 3,700 yards, 27 touchdowns, 20 interceptions. That is the worst case scenario, right, Matt Hamilton? Because yeah, then you don't that's know if that that's... average quarterback that's probably going to get a short extension for a decent chunk of change. That's a Jay Cutler season in Chicago, by the way. Yeah. Cutler did it differently. Like he would just hit, he would either hit big or throw an Here's interception. Here's the thing: if he turns out to have the same numbers as Jay Cutler, I'm going to like him infinitely more because his demeanor on the field is fantastic. Even when he was throwing those picks, he didn't look like he was blaming anyone else. He looked like he was upset with himself, and that's a little refreshing. Given Aaron Rodgers never wanted to point the finger at himself, he always blamed his receivers. Even as a Rodgers stan, I can accept that and, and see it. Jordan loves demeanor on the field, and the the way he acts on the field I think is fantastic. So if he goes out there and gives us Jay Cutler numbers but continues to act like the way he's doing, I'm not going to be like, yeah, smoking Jay Cutler, this guy again. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Jordan Love will throw more than 13 interceptions this year? That was the worst Aaron Rodgers did in his career. Is he at six right now? I mean, seems likely. Right? Five games in, we've got another 12 to go. I think he'll at and least we have get, six. I think he'll at least half, get 12. Almost halfway there. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll I at think, least get 12. Oh, man. If you gave me the line, I'd take the over right now. I mean, how do you not? Prime time? Yeah. No, pace for 20. Yeah, he's going to get over 12. I mean, he'll probably hit 13 at this point, especially if he doesn't if have Aaron If I put the Jones line at soon. 13. If and you a put half. The line, and he's currently at six, right? Thirteen six. and a half is my number, and we have twelve games left. 
over under oh, what would you take i gotta take the over i mean just yeah is that poll question number two <laughs> we, can get, we can get there this is rutledge and hamilton you could go be a winner you can get there by going to be a winner at ho-chunk gaming madison that's where winners go they have nearly 1400 machines available to play every single day uh, they are over $106 million in jackpots so far this year. I don't know what you're waiting for. Go be a winner at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Nearly ten, excuse me, nearly $11 million in jackpots in September alone at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. They can uh, play all weekend. Just this past week, $2.6 million in jackpots at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Go be a winner and go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. What Matt missed is coming up next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. this segment what matt missed i think it's called second to know by chris stapleton uh yeah Sec- i was i was in a different country for the last week so you're gonna have a lot that matt missed right it's actually called second one to know second so, one to know so yeah. matt would probably be the second one to know about just about all of these things so I'll, you know what i'll just go ahead and give myself credit for this bump back so i'll go. say i did it on purpose he's primetime wallersheim i am jim rutledge he's matt hamilton this is Hello. rutledge and hamilton presented by coors light and we're gonna play a little what matt missed Context is important. Oh, man. Except when you're an Olympic gold medalist. Honestly, I have no idea who it is. Here we go, yo. Obviously, he's talking about some maybe. It's time for What Matt Missed on Rutledge and Hamilton. So first of all, Matt, I got to ask you, while you were away abroad in Canada, what kind of lineys were you sipping on this weekend? Oh, my gosh. I wish I could get lineys up in Canada, but I tell you what, the weather... Kind of gave me them vibes of uh, that Northwoods Amber. You kind of got a little bit heavier bill, or beer, but still crisp, still super refreshing. But, you know, you got a little bit more malty notes in it. It's Honestly, it's one of my favorite beers. It's great for fall, sitting around a campfire. Maybe you get that last lawn mowing into the season. You want a nice beer to relax and unwind. That Northwoods Amber is a fantastic one. But Line of Kugels has a ton of great beers from Shandy's, IPAs, Weiss to Box, that Line of Kugels, Juicy Peach, or my favorite, that Northwoods Amber. All of them can be found wherever you get delicious beers. And remember, you got to be 21 years or older to enjoy the delicious beer, Line of Kugels Brews. All right, let's play. All right, now, Matt, this one wasn't over the weekend, but I got to know who's saying this and how does it make you feel? Yeah, I think at this point it's pretty obvious that the defense has to not give up any touchdowns, you know. I think that's a part of being self-critical of our defense, critical because, you know, the offense is pretty young, you know, and they're still figuring out their mojo. So, you know, the defense, we got to, you know, we got to be the ones to score and stop them from scoring. Matt, who was that? Sounds like Jair. That is correct. Yes. And obviously he's talking about the the way that this defense, like we knew going into it that the the offense was going to have growing pains. The defense was the most experienced side of the ball we had. They they need to step up a little bit more. Honestly, holding a team to 17 points, I thought the defense did a good enough job to win. The Packers' offense let them down yesterday. But Jair makes a good point. You got to keep – he needs to continue to do what they're doing. Turn the ball over, maybe get some points – 
but it needs to be better. And I think Jair is realizing that and being self-aware there. Does it change how you feel if I mention that the Raiders were only averaging 15 and a half points coming into the game? I mean, they got one and a half more points than usual. No, I, I, here's the thing. You should be able to score more than 17 points in an NFL football game. If you think your team is worth its weight in salt, you need to be able to go out there and put up 20 points or better every week. All right, fair enough. All right, well, we got somebody else here talking about another team who is apparently worth their salt. Matt, do you know who this is and what team they're talking about? I think they close this thing out by Halloween, in all honesty. Like, yeah. They'll have this thing sewed up. They're, they're playing good football. They're a physical football team. I think they're a top-four team in the NFC right now. And really, in the Seattle game that they lose, they really should have won that game yep. as well. So yep. this team could be undefeated. So I, I like what they do. I think is more than um, you know, been more than just a depth at this football team. They Sleeping they believe in him. They believe they can win with him. And the, again, the physicality is is uh, is next level for the NFL. So Matt, I didn't want to give it away. That's why I right. threw the no, uh, bleep sound it. effect in there. But uh, who's that and who's he talking about? What team? I know exactly what team he's talking about. I don't know who it is. But they're talking about the Detroit Lions. That team. Like they said earlier, we had somebody text in and mention it that this is going to be wrapped up by Thanksgiving for Detroit. That's got to be talk about the Detroit Lions. That is correct. He was talking about they lost to he lost to the Seahawks, and I bleeped out Jared Goff's name in case you were wondering. Uh, but that okay. was Jeff Saturday, former head coach himself of the Indianapolis Colts, there for a minute. Yeah, if anyone yep. remembers that. Uh, but that was on on Sportsman like this morning. But I'll go ahead and play this next one for you. This one, not from this morning, but actually from last night. Tell me who this is and who they're talking about. He needs to be better. He needs to do this. The real question we need to ask is, is he getting enough out of the guys around him on offense before we start talking about his contract? He's out there fighting for his life, man. I don't know what more the guy can do. <laughs> Matt, who is that? Now, for the record, he said he said fudging. Well... It's it's unclear based off of the video evidence and the audio evidence I found. It's okay. not it's not for sure, and I want to play it safe today. <laughs> all right, all Safety right. first, then teamwork. That's the rule Thank on you. Rutledge and Hamilton. Um, no idea. Who that was that was RG three last that was night RG3. on Monday Night Countdown talking about Lamar Jackson. Really? Yes. Can we point out how good RG three in that pink suit with the blue glasses and the blue. Uh, like little accent handkerchief in his front pocket looked. That suit was popping. When everyone else had a boring suit on, RG3 was like a pink highlighter. That was awesome. All right, well, we all see what Matt Hamilton pays attention to when it comes <laughs> to the lead up of a football game. Well, we game. didn't have the volume. We were on the show last night, so oh, all okay, I could true, see true. was I didn't hear what he was talking about. No clue. All I just saw was some handsome man in a pink suit. All right. You thought he looked <laughs> swaggy. You thought he looked good. It did. Well, it was swaggy. There's somebody else who this morning thought somebody else didn't look great last night. It's getting worse. <laughs> now everybody's got film. <laughs> People have tape. He's losing confidence, and they can see what he can't do. Throw the ball down the field. Packer fans will suggest injuries, drop passes, inferior play calling. That's what fans do with bad quarterbacks. Uh, may I suggest Justin Herbert, who is on his third offensive coordinator in, what, four years. First rookie year had the 32-ranked offensive line. Uh, two receivers who can never stay healthy. Mike Williams hurt again, Keenan Allen. And he just keeps breaking records for a young quarterback. Matt, who's that talking bad about our quarterback, just Jordan Love? That's the coward, Colin Cowherd. 
But may I ask, is he wrong? Hmm. He might. He might be. Stepping over the line a little bit. Where was he wrong? Everything was factual, he said. Now, you you can make the... There could be wrong in the idea that that it's over. Matt LaFleur, he was talking to, like... Packer fans will want to blame this and that. Like, we don't know if Matt LaFleur does have this training wheels on. He might not be scheming the best things for Jordan Love right now, too. Jordan Love is not executing... over 20 yards. He's not executing what he's got to do, for sure. I'm agreeing with that. What I'm saying is... It's it's probably not all on one or the other, and he Coward kind of had to lean. It's Jordan Love. I think there's blame to go around for why this isn't working right now. Okay, and that's why I think he's maybe was just stepping the line. It's like he's 80, not, it's eighty wrong. twenty on Love, like yeah, completing. But six there's twenty percent where you might be like, right, here's the thing. Shut just, up, bad. Justin Fields is not a good quarterback right now in this league. He is very inconsistent. He is 13-26 for 332 yards, six touchdowns, zero interceptions on balls that travel 20 yards in the air. Okay. So my point is that the Packers have the training wheels on Christian, or excuse me, Jordan Love because he doesn't know how to ride a bike. That's why they're on. He's going to fall worse than he yeah, is. Yeah, but does Matt He's LaFleur missing. actually know how to put training wheels on his offense but and not hinder his quarterback by setting him up for failure? How's he set up for a complete more than – he's completing 55% of his passes on passes that are going less. Over five yards last year, yesterday, he was 3 of 11 for two interceptions. You're telling me that there's – I just can't find where you don't think that there could be some blame on Matt LaFleur. Love can't get the ball past five yards without screwing it up. Maybe LaFleur's like, oh, what am I going to call? What do I call here? His two best plays against Chicago will travel three yards in the air and backwards. Like, so two of his touchdowns have, like, negative air yards. Like, I, I don't think Matt LaFleur is trying to cut off his nose despite his face. He sees this guy in practice. He sees this guy in games. The offensive line is part of it, too. And he says, this guy can't hit, he can't hit the short routes in, in stride. He threw behind Musgrave, threw behind Watson. He can't hit these. Let alone, he's abysmal bottom of the league to bottom three in the league and throwing the ball down the field. That's five games. That's not an aberration. That's five games. And Jordan Love is abysmal throwing the ball down the field more than 20 yards. So I think LaFleur is saying he can't do it. We give him some chances, and that's got to get better before I give him more chances. I just don't know if I'm ready to say it's all Jordan Love's fault yet. I said 80 20. I said 80 20. 80 20. Yeah, and I said, I honestly think there's offensive line issues. That's screwing up timing. That's going to screw up everything, too. So, like, there's blame that goes everywhere. It's not just Jordan Love. It's not just Matt LaFleur. There's blame that goes around. Jordan Love needs to be better. Okay, but 100%. he gets all, here's the thing. Howard's not wrong, but he threw, he basically threw all his eggs in that Jordan Love blame because basket. Here's the thing. And that is why I said he might have towed the line. Quarterbacks, what, the first two weeks of the year, Jordan Love was getting all the all the eggs of the positivity. I was trying to be a little bit of a realist then. But but, but my point is, that's how it goes. I'm staying Quarterbacks true get all to the how credit. I feel about the situation, and I'm still thinking that there's blame to go around. When there's success, everything's working. It's not just one guy. So I, I'm not throwing it all on Jordan Love. Yeah, all like right. Colin Cowherd, Colin the Coward Coward. Why is he a coward? Because he just he got a little flip-flop. I mean, I get it. He's a national guy. He's got to do, you know, it's it's the appearance. He's the he's literally a character, right? He's turned into a character. He's got to be that guy who has hot takes. He can't be Matt Hamilton and be like, well, it's not all his fault. Like, there's a little bit of blame here. That I mean, he can't do that. 
That's what not his about move. about me would make you think that I care about your opinion of me? See, I'm an actual Packer fan, so I'm looking at it through my Packer glasses, see, trying to see and dissect. He's got 32 teams to worry about, so he's like, we're all in here, or we're all in here, or we're all in here. He's, he's just not, a professional national radio guy. He's been pretty. He's dead on him. Baker looks like he was right on fields. Like coward. He's been right on a lot. Tim and yeah. Oregon chimes in. Watson's not good enough. Small, not physical enough. Junior varsity. Tim, uh, he's not physical enough. Yeah, but he's not I'll small. Give you that he's one. not small though. Christian Watson. But he look. I give you this. He doesn't necessarily play to his size. Like I would not be surprised. Like I would do not blame Tim and Oregon for um, not realizing how, how big he is because, because he's he not using. That. He's six four two oh seven. He's a big man, and they just don't use him in that way. Well, and he he's doesn't not, use him. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Gonna you know who? Say you know who used him really well? Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say could, North Dakota because he could throw the yeah. ball down the field. Yeah, That's but then true. would Christian Watson catch it? Well, not, he not did. But, for but like then you five, could clearly six games in a row. He did yeah, for five yeah. six games in a row when he was healthy. Well, yeah. uh, okay, um, not five saying. six games in a row though. <laughs> well, then even then, didn't, 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 didn't he have the five games where Christian Watson was like the best receiver in football? Uh, no, one like, of those touchdowns was from uh, Jordan Love and garbage time against the Eagles, though. Yeah, that's so. True. What about that connection right there? Maybe <laughs> we got something to build on. Yeah, well, we got to we got to go back. We to, should send to them the tape offense. so they can look at that one. Yes. Just be like, remember, remember this. Put these training wheels back on. What guys. I what I do remember is Matt Hamilton loves a good bush. <laughs> That's right, I do, and that's thanks to my friends at Olsen Tune. They are able to help me out with anything I need done outdoors at my house for my outdoor living spaces, and they can do the same for you for your residential or commercial outdoor living space. They've been doing it since 1997, and they have over 50 years of combined experience in their design and management teams, and because of that, they've become one of Wisconsin's premier design build landscaping and outdoor living firms. They came to my house, they did some maintenance, they planted some bushes, I'm getting some new raised garden beds here now that the, the growing season is done. So they can do all these great things for you and more from things like concrete work, pools, maintenance, landscaping, and more. Outdoor living need, large or small, Olsen Tune has your back. You can go to OlsenTune.com to get started on your project today. That's OlsenTune.com. Christian Watson had three games over 100 yards uh, last year, but he did string together, and one of those was that Philly game with the garbage time TD, of right. 6 for 110 against Philly, one touchdown, 6 for 48, two touchdowns and a loss to Tennessee, and 8 for 107 uh, for three against Dallas. So he had three, he strung together three really good games, then disappeared until the, the last injury. game of the yeah. year, six catches, 104. Yeah. So he had three amazing games, but they were not close had together. Had an injury, and then... I mean, he... Caught. And then he came back for the Lions game? No, he caught five against Minnesota, eight against Miami, six against Los Angeles Rams. They just didn't do much with eight for 49 gotcha. yards against them. Gotcha, gotcha. Because he, he definitely was battling. He, he was like was it hamstring last year, too? He's always same battling something. Year, yeah. yeah. He's, bat- he's always battling. Is it battling. the same hamstring? Do I don't know? know if it's the same leg, but it was a hamstring injury. Right. Yeah, he's he's and he was battling injuries at uh, North, North Dakota. Dakota State or whatever it was. North Dakota. Yeah. State. Yeah, State. They yeah, State. who Bison. we thought they were. <laughs> I mean, again, you they draft a, an injured. <laughs> that one is not. I don't blame Christian Watson for that on a side note. I blame the Packers for that. Christian Watson is going to get hurt and miss games. The Packers did nothing to cover their asses on that. Like, that's on them. Like, Christian Watson told you who he is. He's a he's got a player who's got potential. 
I mean, I think you'd rather have some wheels. Who's the guy from uh, the Steelers? The Steelers, George Pickens. Yeah, who had like two Odell Beckham type catches against the Ravens this weekend. But everyone misses Watson. on guys, and Watson, I think, is at least going to be a decent NFL receiver. But because of his injuries, that could cap it. But you yep. then have to cover you like when you're building a team, and you go, "I got this receiver uh, who's still really young and gets hurt a lot." Um, but when he's great, he's explosive. So we should have another player here so that we have an embarrassment of riches when he's healthy. And then when he's hurt, we're still okay. You know what they have is Jane Reed and Romeo Dobbs. And you know what they got? Two catches last night. And, like, I, I think Reed's a nice player. I think Dobbs yeah. is a nice player. Surprised Dobbs wasn't used more. Like, he was basically highlighted the first couple games. I mean, obviously with Watson being out, but where was where's that trust? Uh, now. <laughs> it's funny you bring up trust because uh, Jordan Love was targeting him when he threw that first interception over the middle that the linebacker stepped right in front of that right. he just didn't see his guy. Right. He trusted him a little too much. But that wasn't Reed's, or that wasn't uh, Dobbs' no, fault. No, I'm not saying that's Dobbs' fault, but I'm saying like you're talking about like where's the trust from Jordan Love targeting his guy, giving him a chance? Well, right. he tried to. And when you complete off. 16 passes, there's not a lot to go around. No. And a lot of those are the running back. I mean, that's not. I, I think it was just like Guys weren't open, or Love couldn't find them, or right. I, I mean, couldn't get it to him. Yeah, and that's like it was abysmal. It was bad yesterday. Yeah. It was yeah. almost worse it's, than the Lions game, even though the QBR says better. Yeah, because the Raiders stink. Yep, and that's, so like that's what made it worse. Like the Lions are like, okay, this team is just way better. Right, and Raiders. that's how I felt about it. I actually felt now, okay. Like, the worst they, part we is, just looked like we got outclassed. And then you look at the Raiders and go, oh, it's like that Paul Rudd. A meme on the internet. Look at us, just two right. mids. Who would have thought two, so, two, six, seven, eight win team is just gonna ride this year out and just be up and down and and not inspiring, and then we'll just go home. <laughs> and I will say though, Max Crosby was uh, insane last night because mm-hmm. he's you know he's a great football player, but he made the Packers O line pay, and the way that they were scheming him, the guy was running all over the field, starting on the left, starting on the right. That, there was no answer for Max Crosby last night. No, uh, absolutely not. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. How is Alex Strofe doing in here? This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. The Monster Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. You were crushed last night, I'm assuming, Alex Strofe. Uh, my hopes, my dreams, my optimism, just about everything. You know, it, it actually How was like... How Coors Light got crushed? Uh, just one. Just one? Just one. Um, and he filled it with tears and crushed it again. Yeah, exactly. again. The mountains yeah. weren't blue then. They were, no, they were warm, salty tears. Yeah, they were. And, and, you know, like the salt in the wound, speaking of salt, is the fact that Rutledge nailed everything. I know. I hate that. it. Because he comes in all confident like, the next day. Like, of course. Wah. Right? Like, not only did the Bears crush uh, the Commanders on Thursday, get their first win of the season, he was off Friday, so yesterday was his first day back on the air. And he was already feeling high and good about the Bears. Then the, he, he nails every shot. He takes about the Packers last night. So I actually well, came I in here to just, score. just say, Jim, I you didn't hate get you. The score. She's a whole point off. Whole point. I gave the Packers too much credit. Uh, I also Take point, I nailed, back. I think, their record last year as well. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Uh, and like, Look, I, I know you get a, a hard time all the time about your passionate uh, takes around the Green Bay Packers. 
Damn, dude, you're right a lot of the time, and I'm getting really sick of it because I really thought last night. I just came in here for like a quick three minute therapy session to give Rutledge credit, but I, I really thought last night was a gimme. Was the biggest gimme remaining on the schedule? And now Broncos? they go into a bye week. This is my point, Matt. They go into a bye week riding pissed off momentum rather than high momentum. Hey, maybe we're a decent team. We're three and two and going into the bye. You're under 500. You're only a game ahead of the Bears, uh, a team you smoked in the opening week. And I, I don't view the Broncos as a gimme at all. No, I, I don't. Uh, this defense looked better last night, but they were playing a horrible offense. And this offense looked horrible against a really bad defense. Uh, the play calling was poor. Uh, everything Jordan Love did was poor. Uh, the defense played fine, but their leader was poor. Uh, I, it, this is a really concerning moment for me as a Packers fan. I'm having a full-blown breakdown today. Yeah, the best part of that game was their defense. I mean, now the for Raiders sure. are inept, but you turn the ball over. Jordan Love essentially I mean, threw a bullet. Just a dead-on perfect throw to the Raiders defender at middle linebacker. That first yeah. throw, but yeah, you kept them out of the end zone. Like that, the defense should get a lot of credit. Yeah. But then the Packers, credit. the Packers didn't show trust in Jordan Love. This is what I was pointing at. They're on their touchdown drive. I think it was five out of seven plays were given to AJ Dillon, and the last five were given to AJ Dillon. That's what Flores saying. I don't trust Jordan Love not to screw this up. Yeah, it, and, and to go back to the play calling, Jimmy, like one shot really far downfield. I mean, other than the end of the game drive. Um, one shot downfield was blown coverage that that seventy seven yard yeah. by Christian Watson, I and you know repetitively throughout the game third and six third and seven third and eight there's only the ball two yards ahead of the line of scrimmage and four five six yards short of the sticks which that doesn't make sense to me <laughs> is right? that because uh, it's not Kirk working. Cousins in the playoffs last year right right like, yeah, yeah, whole, yeah. Like, that was hilarious I just, how funny is it that they don't throw it all the way to the sticks and then. What did we watch that five times last night? Right, Jordan least, Love dude. on passes over five yards in the air, three Bad. of 11 with three interceptions. Bad. I mean, um, but I would also like to see that number again. Right? Why? <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but I, yeah, as funny as it is, I don't know that you're totally wrong. Why is he only getting 11 chances? Six of 24 over on five pa- yards. Six of 24 on passes that travel 20 plus yards Jim, in the air all year. Jim's you're, argument. You're sitting three yards from me. If I throw it to the wall behind you, that's seven yards. Like, that's not very far. And he's three for 11. So, I, 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 if this was passes over 20 yards and he was three for 11 with three picks, sure, I get it. That'd be over, an improvement over, over what he's doing. Over five yards, three for 11. So we throw five-yard passes here in the studio all the time. We throw 10-yard passes in and the studio honestly, all the time. And honestly, I'm probably like 98%, but I don't have giant. I don't have Max Crosby trying to tackle No, me. I get that. And but he so, was so, amazing last night, so, right? Like, yeah, Max Crosby was the we defense. We expected him to, to be, right? Like, he is a terrific player, and I'm not taking anything away from him. But the, the takeaway today is I, I am not ready to rule out Jordan Love being the guy by any means. The guy or capable? The, I'm not ruling him out him being capable. The guy is uh, on, on well, life support. Well, okay, so, so when you say the guy, does that mean he's going to be the third straight Hall of Famer? Like, I, I guess I don't Multiple know time Pro Bowler, fringe MVP candidate. Okay. No, I was kind of that thinking, is not, I was just kind of waiting for franchise guy who's going to yeah, be the quarterback. Uh, that's on life so support. I'm like, it, when I say the guy, I mean a guy that's going to be here for five, five years. ten years. Right, that's, right? that's right. Uh, Packer, ten years Packers means he's Hall pretty good. type guy. Wow, okay. Packers Hall of Famer, not NFL. But still, Hall Packers Hall of Famer. Uh, I, I know. Really? Uh, well, Lynn Dickey's one. So, I mean, like, yeah. you can you can be decent. Um, but I I don't know, man. Uh, it, last night was bad. This team feels like it's getting worse progressively, right? And I was having a, a, a chat with our buddy Wittes, who's, who's a sales guy here at ESPN Madison. Like, progression is not linear, but it's 
not feeling like it's going in the right direction through five weeks. So this uh, this buy is, is crucial. QBR rating, 74, 78.5, 56.4, 7.8, 13.2. So just to point hey, this out. Hey, it improved. They almost doubled it from the Detroit game. That's improvement. I don't understand how that works. That's improvement. Because you wanted to give Jim props. Remember how we talked about first two weeks going to look pretty good and then teams are going to have some tape? I don't think it's a tape thing. I really don't. But it's the... As in Colin Coward, we played the audio too. Like I'm, I'm not. I didn't reinvent this. Like teams are saying, go ahead and throw it, throw it over the top, Jordan. Go ahead and do it. They're just sitting on those little like well, Matt, shorts. Matt's, Matt's being a Richard. He's like <laughs> slapping stats in front of me. I don't not, think I don't it think just, it's a tape thing. It just looks like it's a tape thing because he had the first two weeks where he had six touchdowns, been, zero a, interceptions. The, Bears, the game plan has been inconsistent. The Bears and the Falcons barely touched him. Right. The game plan has been inconsistent. The but play also, calling like, has been inconsistent. They're, they haven't played complimentary football on the offensive side of the ball. So that's that. Those are the issues. Here's and, the and here's what we don't know about Lafleur or about Jordan Love. Can they handle getting punched in the mouth? Jordan Love looks rattled now. Matt Lafleur looks rattled. And Matt Lafleur, it should be noted, uh, he's won his last two games after the bye, but his first two years as the head coach, he got smoked coming out of the bye by uh, lesser teams. Year two was the 49ers, and that was that horrible debacle in November. But before losing again in the NFC Championship game. Um, but just like it always is with the 49ers. But the last two years, they, they had teams much more in games. Like the Bears, I think two years ago, it was like 35-30 to 30 the week after the bye when the Bears were not good. Um, so, yeah, out of the bye, Matt LaFleur has not adjusted well. So, so this is all concerning. What I have for you before we let you go yeah. is Iron Jack Poll question, who's more likely to be here in 2025? Is it going to be Matt LaFleur or Jordan Love? So that's not next year. That's the following year. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think there's Love without LaFleur. So I would say Matt LaFleur is more likely to be here. It was 50-50. I think there can be, be LaFleur without Love. I don't think there can be Love without LaFleur. I think LaFleur is going to get himself one more opportunity at a quarterback. Usually a head coach gets yeah. two opportunities. And is Jordan Love technically really his quarterback? I said to this to Matt, and we're not there yet. If they lose to Denver and Jordan Love still looks bad, they were not that far from whisper campaigns that Nagy did with Mitch. Like this wasn't—I didn't pick this guy. Like so, like yeah, I need my own guy. I, I would say this though, Jimmy. Like we're also close to whisper campaigns of saying, "What's Matt Lafleur? What does he do well? What 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 is he elevated?" Right? Because I, I think it's easy to make the argument. I think it's lazy. But who's whispering? Like Lafleur, what he has in his—he's got reporters that lined up to be able to whisper to. Who, who's whispering for no, getting fair. rid of Jordan Love? But what I'm saying is like I. I think from a fan's perspective is more so what I mean okay. than actual whisper campaigns. But I think that the, the argument that you can make is lazy, but you can make it, is he's obviously been masked by a pro football Hall of Famer and Aaron Rodgers the last couple of years. Now, this is the first time he gets a young team that needs development, that needs this this innovative offense that he's supposed to be this this guru of, and he hasn't been that. So, uh, look, I'm not ready to, to, to throw the shots at LaFleur. I still think he deserves the benefit of the doubt. But if they lose to Denver and they only put up, say, 13 points again, that is the biggest red flag of his tenure as the head coach of the Packers. Because Denver is not a winner. Their defense is horrendous. No, but you can go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Amy Madison. Uh, over $10 million of jackpots in September alone. Over $2 million last week alone. Over $106 million all year. What are you waiting for? Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Amy Madison.